listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to In a Perfect World, where we learn what our cats need. I'm Pamela Merritt from The Way of Cats. Today, I'm talking about cats and stress. We want to maximize the one and minimize the other for best results. As we reduce the danger to our cats from predators, cars, and disease by keeping them indoors, we must provide what their natural environment does, the continual ability to discharge their stress. It's hard to talk about living with cats and not talk about stress. There's a lot of factors that go into them having what you might call a stress susceptibility. One of them is the cat's super senses. They live in a world where the volume is often turned up too high. Cats have what's called a crepuscular hunting pattern. They hunt at dusk and dawn, when the world is either settling down or just gearing up. Either way, they are used to turning up their sensitivity because the clues they are trying to pick up are so small. A creature like humans, who tend to be active and busy in the daytime, can inadvertently create too much input. Our cat's hearing is better than ours in both low and high registers. Their vision is much better than ours at detecting motion. And their sense of smell is amazing. All of this combines to make us, sometimes, too much for our cat. But we also need to recognize that our cats are also highly sensitive emotionally. The common misconception that they are indifferent will get both cats and humans into trouble. We can help our cats meet their need for de-stressing by being sensitive ourselves. If we know our cat's signals when they are getting overcharged or that they are feeling too much stress, we can take steps to help our cat get rid of this excess energy. We should create an environment that takes stress away from them, not piles it on. In my last podcast, Speaking in Cat, I explained how we can become more alert to what our cat is saying. Cats who are overstressed have many different signals, such as overgrooming, aggression, or overreaction when we try to pet them. The cat is overcharged. We might see the cat respond belligerently because the cat is trying to convey how threatened they feel. We make the situation worse by overreacting when our cat hisses or bites. By responding with punitive discipline, we are not conveying, you hurt me and I hurt you, so don't do it. We are actually conveying, are you telling me your stress? I'll show you what stress is like. And things get worse. In fact, a lot of people don't realize they are creating the bad behavior in their cats by responding to their cat's stress in the wrong ways. When cats scratch, they relieve stress. I am always happy to see my cat go to town on a scratching post. They are making themselves happy here. They are relieving stress with exercise and other instinctual behaviors their brain urges them to perform. This will backfire on us if we don't have good scratching post setups. Then we have cats who are misbehaving. We punish them for misbehaving. And then they go and scratch more wrong things in a desperate attempt to relieve their stress. So this means the first step in handling our cat's stress is to make sure their environment is going to meet all of their needs. The cat who feels stress about getting to the litter box is not a cat who is able to use it in peace and comfort. 
Then we might find reminders around the house that our cat is unhappy with their litter situation. This is the kind of thing that led humans to invent the chamber pot. Because the middle of the night, in the middle of the winter, is no time to visit the outhouse outside. This same impulse is alive in our cat. If we make it difficult to get to the litter box, if the litter box is dirty and unappealing, our cat's own instincts are going to say, stay away from this. It will put your life in danger. Because in nature, cats always look for a clean spot to go in because this will not betray their presence to bigger predators. A cat not using the litter box or not using the scratching post or climbing the bookcases or playing with things they shouldn't is a cat who is helping us out tremendously. This is a cat telling us what they need. We then know how to take care of them. We should never get angry at our cats for expressing needs. Not having our needs met will land us in an extremely stressful situation. We need to take care of our cat's physical needs with their litter box and scratching posts. We also need to take care of our cat's emotional needs with play, affection, and interaction. We just need to pay a little attention to the setup we are giving our cat, be able to take feedback on how well our setup is working, and then we create a situation where our cat is happy and well-behaved because they have what they need then we have less stress. Then they have less stress. Remember, when we are stressed and unhappy, we can be that source of stress to our caring cats. In podcast number eight, Paw of Compassion, I explained that cats are highly emotional about our relationship. They care very much whether or not we are happy, and they are remarkably able to pick up on our moods. A cat's unhappy state can come from our own state of stress. That's why cats have such a good reputation for stress lowering for us. Not only do we enjoy a nice cuddle with them, they can help us take better care of ourselves. Once, when Mr. Way of Cats was not feeling well, the cats didn't cuddle with him reassuringly, as they usually do when one of us are sick. This time, the cats were highly agitated. Mr. Way of Cats was puzzled by the sudden new stressor on him, but I took it to mean that the cats were signaling me that this was not an ordinary cold. I took Mr. Way of Cats to the doctor, and it turned out he had pneumonia. How did the cats know? It's probably their wonderful affinity for body language. They picked up things that the two humans couldn't figure out. So I give cats a great deal of credit for being a reliable barometer of our moods and feelings. Sadly, one of the worst ways cats have to get our attention is by misbehaving. If we are not alert to the small ways cats try to get our attention, we are doomed to experience the bad ways cats get our attention. That is why my first response, when our cats are misbehaving, is to actually not think the cats are being bad. Just like me, our first response should be, what are they trying to tell me? Cats under stress look just like misbehaving cats. They race around in an attempt to burn off all that extra energy. They climb and scratch on things they normally don't. They bother us because there's something very important they must tell us. Being in partnership with our cats means we become alert to these fluctuations in our cat's mood. Cat care is just as much about their mind as their body. So it's our responsibility to keep them busy, both mentally and physically. 
This means our care routines need plenty of play, discussion, interaction, and affection. It's not nearly enough to just give them food and a place to sleep. When we adopted RJ, he had been under vet care for three weeks, but he still wasn't looking all that good. In three weeks in a home environment, he had made incredible progress. Because now he wasn't in a shelter with barking dogs and not much personal attention. He was cared for in both cases, but in our home, he wasn't nearly as stressed. Makes a big difference. One way to make sure we are covering all our cat's care needs is to get my book, Cat 911, my all-in-one cat care problem-solving guide, available on Kindle or as a download. See wavecats.com for more. Don't hide. I'll be back with more in a perfect world. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back, talking about how cats handle stress. Our goal should be creating the proper environment for our cats to thrive in. Cats have such strong instincts that it's not enough to meet their needs. We need to meet their needs in a way they recognize and understand. Living with us in a domestic situation can be a source of stress to our cats because they are no longer catching their own food and ordering their own environment. And cats truly prefer more independence than they sometimes get. Anything we do to give them this autonomy will help lower their stress. For thousands of years, we had cats as pets by the process of what you might call visiting each other's houses. Cats had free access to the outdoors, where they caught their own food and found their own sleeping and hiding places. Humans had their homes, where they ordered their own lives, and the two of us met as friends for enjoyable get-togethers. But over the past couple of hundred years, this has changed. Now we ask cats to be much more domesticated. We have them in our homes all the time. We are asking cats to give up control of their own mealtimes by making them dependent on us with our cans and boxes. Cats cannot seek out fresh sources of water as they do in the wild. So they rely on us to provide the fresh, clean water their instincts tell them they must drink. By leading more enmeshed lives, we and our cats are now more dependent on each other. By having a close and affectionate relationship with our cat, they will feel better about us being such an important provider in their lives. By being the source of their survival, 
we have a situation that could be highly stressful if we are not a trusted source. So by lovingly taking good care of them, we naturally reduce the stress they experience by living in what is to them an unnatural environment. When we find ourselves frustrated, it's important to realize we can relieve our cat's stress to make them happy again. A key concept is to understand the cat's energy cycle. It is the nature of our cat's hunting strategy for them to lie in wait, build up energy, and then release it all at once as they ambush their prey. This cycle goes on constantly. We rarely need to do anything to build up our cat's energy. That happens naturally. But in our home environment, cats might not have enough opportunities to discharge it properly. That's why I like to say our cats need to explode. Having regular playtimes, giving them energy-burning devices like cat trees, and also regular periods of affection all discharge their trapped energy in safe ways and in ways that are pleasurable for us, too. Having regular times where we share affection will cut down on the times where we say to ourselves, we haven't seen the cat lately, and then we hunt them down and try to exchange affection. The importance of scheduling extends into many aspects of our life with our cat. A cat who can anticipate is a cat who is happy and secure. This is why I encourage people to have a regular schedule for their cats, even if they themselves do not have one. Cats love anticipating the movements of their prey. This means dinner time. So we should duplicate this aspect of their lives in our home. Put our cat's needs into a schedule and we help match our cat's needs to their instincts. One of the biggest problems with cat stress is people not realizing how they are inadvertently adding to it with poor disciplinary methods. Our responsibility is to guide our cats in ways that are not stressful. This should mean our cat care and training is not stressful for us either. By making daily chores a chance to show our cats we love them, we enjoy it more, and our cats do too. As I was getting ready to record this podcast, my cats were bugging me. But I did not get upset and frustrated, thinking, they know I need to do a podcast. Of course they do. This is their way of asking for some attention first, so they can sit back and be good during the podcast. Our cats see us putting on shoes or boots, and they know we are going out. And they head for their favorite spots to get treats and petting and reassurances that we will be back. This is also a part of good scheduling. By giving our cats some play and attention before we embark on any task where they are not going to be able to help, we let them have an enjoyable and energy-discharging experience before we're going to ignore them for a while. If we know we're going to be busy with something, part of our preparation should be preparing the cats, just like we turn off our cell phone when we don't want to be disturbed. If we are excited about spending time with our cats, they won't mind so much being ignored for another task. This will get them happy and excited and then calm down while we handle our business. We've assured them they make us happy, which is another benefit of schedules and routines. When I get up on weekend mornings, the first thing I do is spend time with my cats. They are part of my breakfast preparation because I'm a part of theirs. I have trained my cats to be quiet for long periods of time at night so humans in the house can get their sleep. If my cats are certain they will be taken care of when I do finally get up, they have the patience to behave during the night. 
but that means they have a lot of stored energy when I get up. Many people think all the cat wants is to be fed. Well, of course, they've been waiting half the night, but that's not all they want. They also want to spend time with us, have a nice chat, and get some affection before we leave for work. This helps lower our cat's stress over our absences. They do miss us. This is especially important if we have only one cat. They won't have a companion to play with while we're away. We can help them out with a soft blanket or a stuffed animal that they get when we do have to leave them. By rubbing it on our hair or neck or sleeping with it, we mark it with our scent and create a soothing object for our cat while we are away. Seeing the going away object reminds them that we will come back. When we do return, we put away the security object until next time. This keeps it special. It takes our place during our absences. If we see signs of our cat getting into things while we are gone, they are saying they are bored and lonely. They need us to hide things for them to find while we were gone, or set a timed feeding dish to open on treats or toys, or leave a cat video running for them. Our full-time job means we must pay special attention to our cat's energy and companionship needs, because we might not have any help with that, and neither will our cat. This makes for an intense relationship between the two of us, but also a great responsibility on us for making sure our cat has all their needs met. If our cats aren't exploding enough, check out wayofcats.com backslash shop for herbal toys that cats can't resist. The pungent sense of these organics takes them into the wild. Don't run away. I'll be back with more tips about living in a perfect world. We'll be right back after a short pause. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back. Talking about lowering our cat's stress, which lowers our own. What if we are doing everything right and our cat still shows excessive stress? We are taking care of them in a mutually enjoyable way. We are happy with our schedules and rituals, and we make sure our cat is not lacking for affection, companionship, and security. What are the signs? Perhaps we don't see our cats very often. If our cat is hiding a lot of the time, they might be getting too much input. So we should assess the noise and rowdy volume of the house, how many people, dogs, and children might be going in and out, and generally look for the times they make themselves unavailable. Find out where the cat is hiding and quietly hang out with them there. This can be a great first step to coaxing a shy cat into more interaction. It's normal for a cat to seek out a hiding place for the daily power nap. But if a shy cat is constantly hiding, this can be a serious sign that the environment is getting to be too much for them. It doesn't mean we can't make them happy. It means we will need to negotiate a calmer and quieter environment and spend time with them there. If we have a hectic household, this could be a nice oasis of calm for us, too. 
It also comes in handy when our cat experiences a difficult episode, like coming back from the vet, which usually takes some time to recover from. During such situations, we must communicate with our cat. We don't like it either. We're really sorry we had to, but this is what keeps them well. And don't they feel better now? A classic case of our cats getting their feelings hurt. They thought they could trust us. Now look, what's all this about? Pick up a tip from the vet techs who learn that when they have to do unpleasant things to cats, they do so with a lot of verbal reassurances, pauses for petting, and being very calm. Having a cat song can work wonders. I have several cats who will stop crying and complaining when I sing their special song to them on the way to the vet. They still mind going to the vet, but their source of greatest anxiety is worrying that I don't love them anymore. Singing their song shows I do love them. They feel that when we do things to reassure them. Use this chance to fuss over our cat and relieve their anxiety about whether we're a good person. Their whole lives depend on us now. The thought that we might have lost regard for them or somehow want to be mean to them is an overwhelming stressor for cats. This is how apologizing, making it up to them, and knowing the things they like very much will help us rebuild our relationship. Just like us, cats can react to an incident in a way that seems out of all proportion to the problem. By focusing our attention on our cats and demonstrating a sincere desire to care for them and fix whatever is bothering them can be an important first step in any de-stressing program. Maybe we've been too busy and they feel neglected. A nice heart-to-heart chat goes a long way towards solving that problem. Often, my first response to someone's cat issue is, have you discussed this with the cat? Lack of communication leads to lack of training, leads to lack of closeness. And so many times, there's your problem. If we express care and concern to our cats, this encourages them to act out what might be bothering them. My own cats have directed me to the refrigerator, which was making a funny noise, and the window, where a big crow was making threats, and to our apartment door, where workmen were making lots of noise. All of these places were sources of questions and distress. Because I have taught my cats to show me by using that phrase whenever I get up to follow them around, my cats learned that they can let me know something that is bothering them, and I will try to fix it. If we do have a case of cat overreaction, it's probably because this was the straw that broke the camel's back, not that the incident itself was so awful. I call it cascade of stress, where we find our cat has been under stress the whole time. Maybe they normally like the visit from that giggly toddler who drags toys for them and pets them nicely. But if our cat is already not feeling well, or has been dealing with other guests, or has just been overstressed by other issues lately, they might run and hide when their favorite toddler comes over. Stress handling is like a muscle. It can get tired. When we find our cat misbehaving and think nothing's changed, this could be our first clue that something wasn't right all along. We think we are getting away with not cleaning the litter box often enough, but if we had another stressor to the home, then a borderline litter box situation becomes an unusable situation. Perhaps the toddler used to be smaller and quieter, but now they are bigger and noisier. We think something big must change to create stress, but small stresses add up to big ones if there are enough. 
What about cats who arrived with too much stress? Cats who overgroom or overreact to petting or loud noises might be cats who need their world shrunk for them. Cats like to feel they are in control of their environment. It's an important part of having their instincts work properly. But a cat who is not at the top of their game can find an entire house with many living beings taxing their ability to feel in control. These are cats who might need a little rest and a quiet room away from everything. A world of their own. I discovered the power of the quiet room when I would put new rescue cats in quarantine. This protected my other cats from contagious disease and avoided territory issues. But this also turned out to be a wonderful thing for the incoming cat. They were suddenly in a place where they wouldn't have to worry about being attacked or dealing with intrusions on their space. They would deal with new stuff at a measured pace, as when I would come in to give them water or chat with them or evaluate the situation and their reactions. We might not think of this as a solution because we feel like it's a punishment. But for cats who have too much volume, it can be like a vacation. So if we have a cat who is showing signs of serious stress and we haven't been able to help them yet, find a small, quiet room that we can isolate them in. Visit often and tell them we want them to take a stress break. Then we see how they react. If their sores from overgrooming get better, if the cat who was avoiding their box is now using it, we know we have at least removed the problem. Other cats might be blocking their access to things they need, or we've moved furniture or routines around. New arrivals or new stresses of our own can contribute. Maybe the box wasn't clean and this fresh box in their room is so appealing they love to use it. If whatever was bothering them does not follow them into the room, we know so much more about their issue. If they become relaxed, playful, and affectionate, we know the stresses out there are not in here with us and our cat. Now we have a much better idea of what needs to be fixed. My first stress-relieving move with any cat is to see how they react to a hearty play session. If they seem to go on longer than usual, or this seems to help, we know they have built up too much energy. If our cat takes advantage of the post-play calmness to express affection, that is another valuable clue that we might have been trying to be affectionate with our cat when they were wound up and needed play first. Maybe we should start our affection sessions with a good play so we both get what we want. Grooming is another stress reliever we might not do enough of. If our cat doesn't enjoy grooming, we aren't doing it right. Start slow. Don't try to do everything at once and gain the trust of our cat for this important ritual. Keeping a grooming tool handy is a way of getting a soothing stroke or two in, now and then, and getting our cat used to the high stimulation and tension that grooming can trigger. But once we have our grooming routine set, it is a happy time that is just as important as play, love, and care. To cats, it's the same thing. Find out more de-stressing our cat tips at wayofcats.com backslash blog. By making stress relief part of our cat care, we won't let it become a problem. Look for my ebook, Cat 911, for the total care and tension relieving package. Until next time, let's keep that stress level low in a perfect world. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.